I didn't even fucking talk about the best thing, torch management and light. Oh, my God. Uh, Save I it. I didn't talk about the best area in any Souls game, Dead Man's Wharf from Dark Souls 2. Oh, oh my God. In Elden Ring? No. No. Oh, okay. I was like, what? I was like, I didn't realize they had, like, direct connections. Heck no, yeah. Oh. There's, mm, I mean... The rats look exactly the same. The, the rats. <laughs> yeah. look, oh, oh, the fuck. rats of Nim. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there, and Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we tried to rope DJ in for this one. We t- we teased it a little bit <laughs> last week, but you know, we we it was just it was, there was a fleeting moment where we were all going to get back together, and it's just you know, <laughs> hopefully it will come uh, to fruition again because I know that uh, John's going to be digging into Elden Ring. I, I think when we talked about it last time, uh, John, that you said like I think on the episode you're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to play it, and then all yes. of a sudden we were like, oh. Wait, it's on PS4? I can play it on my PS4? I think I didn't realize like, it was on PS4. Literally the I, next day, I think we hung out with DJ in person and he's like, I'm pretty sure you can download it on like I, I think like, like a, I bought it digitally, so like you can just download it on PS4. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Like oh, that was the whole. That's oh, even man. better. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. So it was just kind of like because John still got DJ's PS4, yeah. so just kind of like on the shared account or whatever. Hell yeah. Yeah. Didn't even have to buy a second copy. He had it on PS5, and it's you can still download it on PS4. That's sick. It's wild. That's but that's awesome. a teaser because to right now we're gonna talk about some Kirby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we I I before we get into the latest Kirby gamer, I guess what before we talk about Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Like what or what what were your guys like level of expectation or hype going into this one? Because I would say like for me, because I'm a pretty big Kirby fan going into this, like I've enjoyed many of the like mainline games, the spinoffs and whatnot. And then when this one got announced, I was very, very excited about this one as well. Um, and I would just say like, yeah, I was just mostly pretty pumped for it, like really looking forward to it. But these days I feel like games just come and go so quickly. Like we were talking about this with our buddy Mikey the other day, just kind of like, oh, this game's brand new. And now it's like there's already another brand new oh, game yeah. that I'm playing or interested in or whatever. So it's like, I, I don't know. But but yeah, I went into this like really anticipating it, but with like a weird level of like I bought it, but it wasn't like, oh, I popped it in right away and started playing it. I like waited a few days and played it. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I was super pumped. But where were you guys coming into this one? And where's your like Kirby fandom uh, at coming into this game? So me, I, I was I was very much excited about this. I, I was the one of the three of us that downloaded the demo just yeah. because I wanted at this so quickly. And I heard there was like, oh, you get some like codes or whatever if you complete the demo. And I'm like, ah, I'm just so excited from what I saw of the Nintendo Direct thing, which these days, uh, like life's a little busier. I don't catch every Nintendo Direct, but I did catch in the Nintendo Direct when Kirby in the Forgotten Land was announced. And I'm like, oh my God, this this looks right up my alley. And yeah. then played the demo and it was right up my alley. And so then from that, and I pre-ordered the game with some remaining credit I had from selling my too loud PS4 Pro and like just <laughs> waited until it showed up at my house. And then I started playing it the night that it arrived, which was annoyingly not until a few nights after it had officially released. But then I started yeah. playing it. 
Interesting. Yeah, I had I like I think part of it got thrown off for me because I pre-ordered it as well after you had like talked about, oh, the demo's awesome. And like yes. when once the demo dropped, I was like, OK, I can't like not play the Kirby game when it comes out. Yes. But then I was like it came out on like during the time that I was back home on my Michigan trip. So I like rescheduled like when it was supposed to arrive and then sure. it arrived early and I was like, oh, shit, somebody's going <laughs> to steal it out of the vestibule in my building. But thankfully, they actually like somehow Amazon got into my mailbox. So I don't really <laughs> know how that yes. happened. But anyways, it was there waiting for me. But yeah, because it was like I didn't catch like that very first wave of like, oh, the day one, I kind of and I was busy like catching up on things when I got back home. I didn't start playing it right away. But then once people were I kind of went went into the game thinking it was going to be more like maybe Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild inspired, like with like a more of an open world approach, just based yeah. on like the little bit that they teased of the game and just kind of like I, it, in my mind, it was just like, oh, they're just kind of giving every franchise that treatment, if you will, if they can, because um, Odyssey felt very inspired by Breath of the Wild. So I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised once uh, our buddy Cardboard Moon uh, was talking about in the Discord. Oh, it's kind of more like a 3D world or 3D land vibes where it's like a more like linear level based thing. So I was I was really excited to dive in once uh, I heard that was the case, like even more than I was before. But what yeah. about you, John? Where were you at on the level of excitement? You might even be the biggest Kirby fan of of all of us, although we're all big Kirby fans. So, so I, yeah, I, I think it's... I, interesting because i do feel like i've played probably the most kirby games and completed the most kirby games out of all of us oh yeah but like yeah i was surprisingly not very like excited for the game when it was announced or even when it came out like i went and got it day one uh but then i also had there was a fun little thing where the person who gave it to me like also like just reached behind them and grabbed a copy and gave it to me and as i was had checked out and left and i was like you know what what if I just accidentally got Star Allies a second time oh. and I checked in my bag <laughs> oh. and I sure enough had been, they gave me a copy of Star what? Allies because they uh, they've always had copies of Star Allies so I had to go back in and exchange oh. it for Kirby. Hey, at least you, at least you oh. caught it before you made it all the way home. I know. Horrible. You know? Like I was just so paranoid because I was like I didn't like it was put in my bag like right from the I didn't see it like just got to double check. <laughs> And yeah, I was glad I did because yeah, I didn't want to own two copies of Kirby Star Allies. No, like, my I also the my relationship with the mainline Kirby series has been kind of lukewarm as of late because you know Star Allies was an enjoyable game, mm-hmm. and like, which I didn't even get. So I'm like sitting here like, yeah, I'm a pretty big Kirby fan. I was juiced for this game, but yeah, I didn't even get Star Allies. I was like, ah, oh, it's another 2D Kirby. Okay. And I've loved most of the 2D Kirbys that I've played. And like, it was kind of a, like, and every other game, honestly, for me, whereas like, I really loved like, uh, um, like Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, and then I didn't really care that much for Squeak Squad. Mm-hmm. And then I, I really, really I liked Squeak Squad a lot, but it is like pretty basic and straightforward. But yeah. it's just got a lot of style and personality. And then I loved Return to Dreamland. That was probably my most favorite like of the series up to that point. And then like I was pretty lukewarm on Kirby Triple Deluxe. And then like I loved Planet Robobot. And then again I was sure. kind of lukewarm on Star Allies. So like. It wasn't that I wasn't necessarily like, uh, like not looking forward to a new Kirby game, but I was like, you know, they do 
try to do big swings with every new Kirby game or like try to incorporate like a gimmick that is only going to be used in one game. Sure. And then like kind of move on from that. And I was like, okay, it's kind of hit or miss on whether that's going to be, you know, a great mechanic or, you know, just a a fine one. And like, I think Kirby is all like overall, like, I don't think there's a bad Kirby game. I think they're they're all just like pure fun and a joy to play for the most part. And, like, they aren't, like, you know, they don't stay excessively long. Like, it's pretty standard, like, fair for everyone. But, like, yeah, after, you know, every other game being, like, "Ah, I'm not really into, like, Triple Deluxe or I'm not really into Star Allies. I was, like, okay, I'm going to wait and see. I'm not going to, like, get super hyped for this game. I'm just going to wait until I play it and, you know, probably have a decent time with it. So, yeah, like that's, that's the mindset, at least, I went into the game. Yeah, and I, I think it's interesting, too, because, like, I know you rattled off a ton of, like, the mainline games, but even, like, a lot of the spinoff games for Kirby, like, there are some that have been more, like, spinoffs, like, that are, like, maybe more, like, Tilt and Tumble, or more, more like, or even, like, Kirby's Dream Course, like, that are right. more, like, kind of, almost, like, minigame-esque, or, like, like it's one-off they're, they're ideas like a, with a Kirby, yeah, theme like on top of Kirby it, Kirby theme, but then, yeah. but then, like, some of them, though, like, Mass Attack, or, yeah. or yeah. Kirby's... Yeah, that's the one I was gonna can- bring up. <laughs> Or Canvas Curse yeah. or Rainbow Curse yeah. or uh, Epic Yarn. Like all those games are like full blown like Kirby campaigns, but with like kind of like a weird gimmick strapped onto them. And like I've actually never played Rainbow Curse just because I never Same. got around to picking that up on my Wii U. But like I played it a honestly, little bit. It's pretty, but you it, it's weird because you have to like look at the gamepad, which is not yeah. as nearly of a pretty screen as your TV likely is. So <laughs> right at, at the very that's one that would be nice to even just have on the Switch. Like again, just to yeah. be at least you could play it on the OLED or whatever and be like, oh, right. this looks nice. Right. Because um, yeah, I remember thinking that like, oh man, it's like a shame that like this gorgeous like almost like claymation yeah. looking art style almost goes to wait not goes to waste, but kind yeah, of. but like those are some of my favorite Kirby games. I, I think Kirby's Curse Epic Yarn would. The Canvas Curse and Epic Yarn. I think Epic Yarn would probably be my favorite, but yeah, Epic or uh, Canvas Curse on the DS is like incredible. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. that game is just like a an adventure. It's one of the harder Kirby games too. Like a lot of the spinoff Kirby games are some of the tougher games. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of went into this one I, again. Like I mentioned, I, I kind of was thinking they were maybe going to have like this open world Mario Odyssey vibe, especially because like the new kind of gimmick in this game and Kirby and the Forgotten Land is like you can kind of swallow these like huge obstacles and like, you know, that kind of becomes your power up. And it really reminded me of like the Cappy mechanic in Mario Odyssey of like oh, yeah, that's throwing true. a, you know, to become this like Moai statue or become right. this bullet bill or whatever. So I was like, OK, yeah, this is just they're just seeing how far they can take it and the, with the Kirby formula. But then again, when people were starting to say, oh, no, it's like a little more linear in a multitude of ways, not just like each individual level, but even the structure of the game is just kind of like overworld map, select the levels, progress yeah. along, kind of old school style, which I yeah. really liked. I mean, it's it's new school style in the sense that there's like a bunch of side missions that you can go off and do. It's not like just one kind of giant overworld map, right? Uh, which I would say that's maybe one of my like smaller gripes is like, oh, I kind of it kind of took me out of the flow of the game. I kind of wanted to just like keep playing level through level, but I really did enjoy mm. the way. This game was put together. I, I have kind of mixed feelings about it because I like mm. from start to finish. I've played through the whole game. I've seen credits. I haven't like hundred percented the game or anything like that. And I don't know how like spoilery we want to get, but I won't get into anything like that right off the bat. Um, but I mostly kind of like while I was playing every session that I played, like every two, three hour bit that I sat down and played the game. 
had a great time, like loved the ride I was on, but it kind of just feels like this like kind of forgettable ride that you're just kind of on you play through it and i might even like go through and play it again to do all the extra challenges because each stage is kind of like broken up yeah there's like a linear like just get to the end of the stage that's like your main goal but then there's like a few hidden like waddle d's on each stage yep. and there's just like a yep. series of different objectives usually like five or six i think there's five different objectives on each stage typically yeah mostly yeah if, yeah. if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yeah and they, they range from a, like even the number of waddle d's like sometimes there's two or like two or three sometimes there's like five um, the hidden ones on the stage. Right. And it's like, I, I do like, like, yeah, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's, some of them are like very obvious. Okay. You have to rescue the waddle D's, but some of them are like you, if you find it while you're playing the level, then cool. You found it. But if not, you, you really like, don't know. You just kind of know, okay, I got to explore this level some more, which I didn't and have I, a problem with. I, I didn't either, especially because it wasn't broken up in a way where like you have to find a ton of secrets. Like it felt like right. you can pretty much plow along and beat the levels and whatever you find along the way, you're you're still going to unlock the main path and be able to get to the boss. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, you really got to go back and comb for stuff. Right. Um, but I did find that like just going back to even like uh, like one of the new, at least for me, this was new. Maybe it's in other Kirby games that I'm unaware of, but like you can upgrade each of the individual abilities along the way by like getting these extra like star currency things that you have to like do these separate side missions to get for the most part. You can find them here and there, but that was like kind of the one thing I was like, ah, oh, man, I kind of need to upgrade these, but I kind of just want to keep playing the main story stuff. But like I pretty much had a great time. Like I don't have much negative to say about the game, but it's also like kind of forgettable. I don't know how to say it. Like it felt like it was just like a giant set piece of a video game like that. Like every level, every scene was just like, boom, boom. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. But will it? I don't think it'll have that impact when I go and like replay the stages mm. and stuff. This that is exactly how I felt about like triple deluxe and star allies is that they're like beautiful games tons of fun to play but like and this game's gorgeous but they're just yeah. missing something and like it's it think i really think it's just like a personal preference thing like i don't know why i love planet robobot so much more than star allies like I don't think that there's like a huge gap in like I because th- a thing that I love about all Kirby games is I think that like the puzzles themselves and the level design is so fun and like so like inventive. Yeah. And I love when I see a puzzle like there is when the first time I did one of the like sections that was like beyond the like the car is the first like a power up that they like throw at you is like oh like this the is mouthful or whatever right mouthful called. mode like the, yeah 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 and like the, one of the like next puzzles or like the next mouthful mode that i had after that like there was it gives you like the environment and i'm like hmm i bet that this is a puzzle and then you try it and it is absolutely like it's not yep. like explicit but it gives you just enough like the way that kirby games present puzzles to you is really satisfying in terms of like a difficulty curve i think where they'll be like it's just like it's just hidden enough for you that when you solve it like you or when you like try something out and you're rewarded with the solution is like yep you figured it out and like that is such a strength i think in every kirby game and like i don't necessarily think that that's like wildly different in the games that like i kind of bounce off of but i just think that there's something in either the mechanics or in the gimmicks or the like 
presentation even like because this is kind of all in like a post-apocalyptic world yeah <laughs> so like it, yeah <laughs> it, it has like even though it's very much still a kirby game and it's yeah. very colorful Friendly and bright pres- yeah yeah, yeah. i love like, that juxtaposition personally i think it's yeah, really it's interesting it looks yeah. great but like uh, for some reason like it just like I don't know, like, when I think of Kirby 64, or when I think of Return to Dreamland, like, I have vivid memories that I can tie back to and, like, think, as like, yeah, I loved these worlds, I loved these puzzles, I loved everything about that, and I'm like, there's not really anything that this these games that I don't resonate with uh, that are necessarily missing, or is even, like, not necessarily, like, worse. I just think that it's some, you know, it doesn't land with me, and uh, maybe the next one will. Yeah. What about you, Randall? Wowie. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, did you beat the game as well, John? Like, did, have you seen credits roll and everything? No, and I was kind of tra- saving this as a as a transition because basically <laughs> the second I got Elden Ring, access <laughs> yep. to Elden Ring, I just <laughs> dropped this game like a, yep. a hot potato. <laughs> yep, yep. Beautiful, beautiful. Yep. Well, we'll get to that shortly. But mm-hmm. yeah, what, did, what, what, what are your thoughts on the Kirby situation? I will Randall? echo that sentiment, but that says more about <laughs> Elden Ring than it does about Kirby in my experience. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I just couldn't stop playing Elden Ring, but we're not yeah. talking about Elden Ring. Yeah, right but now. that's a good thing too. Yeah, getting sucked <laughs> from one good game to another, and and I do want to be clear, like at least for me, like I don't like I know I said I came off kind of negative on Kirby, like I overall like had a great time with the game. Oh yeah. Same. So, I, I fully expect to go back and beat it, but yeah. 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 I, uh, you know, I've, I've had a, a little bit of history with Kirby as well. Not as extensive as, as John's, although I, I think I own most of those games. I just haven't had a chance to play most of them. But, you know, I love They're like all good. they are all good. Ultimately, <laughs> like Kirby's Adventure yeah. loved mm. it, like since I was faves. literally a kid. And that game is still incredible, I think. Yeah. Uh, Dreamland 2, I think, is great. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Return to Dreamland, as you've mentioned a few times, is excellent. That was Wii, I believe, right? Yeah, I Wii never one? played that one either. Yeah. That's another one I haven't played. Yeah, it's Man. so good. Return to Dreamland yeah. is such a good really game. okay. Then, I gotta add that to the list. Epic Yarn, like Kevin mentioned, is also excellent. Yeah, um, one of one of the best game soundtracks ever. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and just like the aesthetics of that game, the vibes of that game, they they just nailed it. Yeah. Um, I really liked this game too, though. I, you know, to me, this is right up what I want Kirby to be. It's right up my alley. I, I love the like forced perspective of do, the level yeah. design. Uh, that that, but then like I love games like Gauntlet Legends and Dark Legacy and stuff, which yes. is very much that. Yeah. Like that's that's right. Like they're, they're pushing my buttons in particular with this sort of stuff. And then there's like little secrets off to the side because, oh, that kind of looks like, oh, maybe I can walk over here. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a, another separate area. There's a secret waddle D or whatever. Like I, I just I'm such a sucker for that stuff. You know, yeah. you, you had brought up, Kevin, uh, 3D Land, Super Mario 3D Land, and it definitely gave me some, or Galaxy, kind of gives me a little bit of those vibes as far as, like, mostly we're kind of in 3D space, but it's more like limited corridor 3D space, and I think that's just, like, a sweet spot for me yeah. that I like with these sort of games. Also, um, like, yeah. we, we've we not really even mentioned it, but, like, the, th- the way that Kirby just controls in 3D is 
seamless. It is seamless. Totally seamless. It doesn't feel any different, honestly, from any other Kirby game, which is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. The only thing that I noticed that they had to, like, kind of, like, change or conceit was just, like, certain levels, like, the way that it it would just, like, not let you fly above a certain, like, invisible ceiling. Yeah, it makes sense for just the conceit of, like, the level design. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that because then it forced you to like, okay, let's find higher ground find, first. Yeah, yes. I got to find the ladder. Yeah. Like I yeah. have to actually climb up. Like it actually made the level design matter a little bit right. more. But that's, exactly. they, they've done that in other games. Like in, in Kirby 64, what they did was they gave you a stamina on your flight. So oh, yeah. you, okay. after you were airborne for a while, like Kirby just like ran out of air and like started like tired oh, yeah. and like fell down. So like they've messed with that before and it's always. And that's how this one kind of is too. You do like lose steam over time you, yeah you're not able to while, fly for all that yeah. long yeah oh, yeah it's, it's such a great oh, played I, I, uh, a really good game it is like i played uh co-op with tina a little bit too. i was gonna ask yeah yeah so she got to play as they they set you up spear as, as a waddle d with the spear yeah spear which is, and is that all you get yeah. or are you able to do anything with the copying of abilities with that waddle d or is it just strictly kind of like a partner in in crime Strictly a partner in crime, but it totally works fine. Like that Waddle Dee has its own abilities that Kirby doesn't have. Like it can like, you know, it's got the spear. um, It has this kind of flying hovering maneuver with the spear where it's like, you know, moving it around and around and around like like a helicopter or something. And then like little spears are like shooting down if you're like charged it up or whatever. So like lots of cool little abilities that way uh, playing two player. Um yeah, like the bonus star levels, which we kind of like glossed over the treasure road levels, mm. uh, you know, add a little bit more challenge, I think, than than the regular levels do when you get those bonus stars that you have to use to upgrade abilities. I didn't mind the upgrading abilities. I thought it gave you like three separate versions typically of a given Kirby ability, which I thought was fun because that kind of varied up how it felt every time. Um, I even used uh, my Kirby and uh, DDD Amiibos, too, to, like, unlock Mm. stuff in the town. So, you know, lots of stuff like that. But, yeah, for me, I'm like, oh, no, this is, like, this Kirby vibes with me, and I vibe with it, and it, like, it's it's just vibes. It was the perfect, like take it easy for the most part game to match with something like Elden Ring in, in my experience. Yeah, uh, it, it was definitely a great game. And and there were a few like that, like the bosses are they have a little bit of like, I mean, they're obviously not as hard as like Elden Ring or yeah. Dark Souls bosses, but like and I guess always Kirby bosses have been like massive and whatever. But I I thought that translated really cool into 3D. Yeah, like it felt really so awesome, like seeing like even like the take on like the the wispy woods like i think it was a totally different boss but it was like you're like kind of in it was more like a tropical tree yeah it was just (laughs) it was cool i don't know i thought there were some pretty cool boss battles which i guess i guess a lot of kirby games have cool boss battles but i I, just the way they translated into 3d was just cool i didn't expect it yeah but uh but yeah why don't we toss it back to you guys for i obviously i have not played any elden ring in the souls games they're just not for me. Like I'm, you might find me like digging into something like tunic or something like death store that kind of like borrows some of that, like difficulty and some of that, like, I don't know, some of that formula or format over, you might find me checking out stuff like that, but yeah, I'm probably not going to be digging into the souls stuff, but now that you've had a chance, I, I know Randall's kind of dug into his like opening kind of spoiler free thoughts on, uh, 
Elden Ring. What are you thinking on that so far now that you and how's it playing on the PS4 for that matter, John? That That's specifically what I wanted to start with. I'm curious. Yeah, the I'm fact that curious. I am playing it on PS4 and there are some limitations. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I said this before or said it to you or something, but somebody had tweeted like, oh, I'm playing Elden Ring on PS4 or PS4. And it's basically like I'm playing in stop motion animation, yes. <laughs> which is intense. I, I don't think it's quite that bad or I wouldn't imagine. But there are specific areas in the game where there are, you know, you'll come across an area where there are hordes of enemies fighting yeah. against other hordes of enemies and that is where the biggest slowdown happens like it sure. really does like suddenly like but the the thing is like the frame rate of the characters like the battle animations are like is the only thing that's sacrificed the game itself doesn't slow down you are still attack i think your player character is still like running at full speed but hey, just, well there you go it's it's okay. wild i how like the hit boxes are i'm i'm guessing probably still the same maybe they're not maybe the enemy hit boxes are you know skipping frames and such but like honestly like the playing it is the thing that they have like prioritized in that yeah like, the gameplay doesn't slow to. down yeah and it's just presentation and you know for me i don't care about that that doesn't right uh, like i will say like i think dark souls remastered on switch ran a little bit better than uh this does on ps4 oh boy but it's actually pretty impressive i mean i know it's obviously a totally kind of next gen game but still like pretty impressive that they that's saying something about the remastered yeah i think they're both like perfectly like good versions of the game if you're not you know someone who is really picky about frame rate or you know textures that like if you teleport to an area and like you you know sometimes it'll take a few minutes for the grasp to like load in and be right. like affected with the rain and the wind but uh, honestly the biggest thing that i would say is i don't know a frustration and due to like hardware limitations is just load times and yeah uh, oh geez sure i i don't know what it's like uh i i was i think i was texting with dj very when i was going up against margit and yeah. I was oh, like, the, the worst part <laughs> about this fight is that I die and then I have to leave my leave the like loading screen to be for a full minute. Oh, and, it's brutal. And, and like, especially when you just come off of like a high on yes. like, a death in a boss battle. Yes. Like your dragon's yeah. going crazy. Yeah. That, get like, right that was back the at worst it. Yeah. Part is just like, I'm like, I want to go. I know what I need to do. Just exactly. Do it again. And I'm like, yeah. I, and like it just it ruined my flow with it so oh, yeah, much because you're that. you're losing your muscle memory by like yes. the second at that point like yeah. yeah and you even i don't know if you get this as well but like whenever a game like takes like a little longer than i feel like it should to load or save or whatever i'm like did it freeze yes did it freeze like yes. am i is, uh, am i gonna lose that progress like i just start panicking oh and i'll say like i think that this is you know i'm, I'm looking back on it I think it's always in retrospect. Uh, I'm always, you know, a little bit 
more heated when I'm uh, coming off of a failure. But I remember texting DJ yeah. and being like, Margaret is the worst Dark Souls boss. Like Ornstein and Smoke were not even close to this unfair. <laughs> like, it's like it just comes too early in the game. And like looking he, back on to it, to be I'm fair, like, you weren't you are not incorrect in that it observation. It's so early in the game, and there's very so many early things that. But this just, is a little more open, right? Like you can, yes. you can kind of take on different bosses, at least from what Randall was saying last time. Yes, but it still comes in like. Uh, I I also like. I don't want to like get too deep into spoilers, and like I also don't want to, like I don't know how far Rand- Randall and I have been like very closed mouthed about this, which I appreciate <laughs> because it does it means that we're not spoiling each other on it. Yeah, but like I also don't want to yeah. like I don't want to I don't want to spoil stuff for you, Randall. But like I would <laughs> well, say, well, you played like how much have you played so far? Slash, like how far would I'm, you say? How would you think you are into the game? So I'm level 78 and I'm 70 oh, hours into Jesus the game. Jesus Christ. Nice I mean, work. I have no frame of reference, but still. So Randall, what are you? Uh, I think I'm like 64, 65 uh, level. And I'm not sure what my hours are at this point. Probably like probably like early 60s hours somewhere in there. And it's pretty comparable in the way John grinds, yeah. like maybe a little more than Randall does. You guys are probably roughly around the same spot. Like I've you're both grinded pretty grindy. a shit ton in this See, game, though. Like, uh, and John's but this like game also, mm, so the, there's, there's a whole nother level of psychology on how I approach these games. And I wouldn't, hmm, I wouldn't say <laughs> that I'm approaching this game like I approach a Dark Souls game. Interesting. I would say that I'm approaching this game way more like I would Skyrim or uh, when I've like replayed Breath of the Wild. Give me the deets on what that distinction means. Yeah, to you. yeah. That I'm distinction. To what that means as well. So it's actually the thing that I've I, I associate this with. I, I guess it is kind of how I played Dark Souls three, um, where you know Dark Souls two and one are way more narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh man, uh, we were, we were talking about this a little bit in the discord, how, like, I feel like the first half of dark souls one is a completely different game from the second half of dark souls one. And I think that every sequel to dark souls is just the second half of the first dark souls. <laughs> and like, okay. it approaches the level design completely differently because the first half of dark souls is you know very close like quarters level design and creating shortcut loops and everything you have to just go from point a to point b and the second half of dark souls is once you have the lord vessel and you can teleport from bonfire to bonfire oh that's interesting yeah so i didn't make it that far (laughs) yeah But that no wonder why it changes playing. how you, yeah that's crazy it completely changes how they design levels then because totally. it's then ceases to be a uh like matter of finding shortcuts and creating these loops that you can like go to between areas faster and it becomes okay make it through this gauntlet to get yep. to the next bonfire yeah yep. yeah is, so is that did subsequent games then just let you teleport right off the bat from, from bonfire to bonfire exact yes right from the first like two oh, bonfires you get in every other dark souls game like you can warp to 
Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Jeez. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah. all right, that opens li- up I my do... uh, my capabilities to play some other Dark Souls games. I, did, I definitely do like the idea of, like, getting getting it midway through the game. Like, as far as, yeah. like, how much more rewarding that would feel as opposed to just getting it. But I also see the approach of being, Once like, you well, get it, that's such, you it's had such it, a... Yeah, you had it at the end of one, like... How are we going to take it away from them in two? Yeah. Like, it's the same thing that everybody can play. Oh, every Metroid game starts off with, oh, you have all your powers. Oh, they all got taken away. Like, you know, it's that same, like, kind of conundrum. Right. Yeah. So, like, that is how I feel Elden Ring also, like, kind of approaches it. Where, But the thing that Dark Souls 3 let you kind of do is it the areas were way more open and, like, a little bit more breathing room between things. And if you were not as good at the dark souls series like me a uh, thing that you could do if you either had a feeling or looked at a map and knew exactly where the next bonfire was you could just sprint like hell past everything <laughs> yep. and just yeah. be like all right i'm faster than all these enemies i can make yep. it to the next bonfire and that's what i've done in oh yeah <laughs> Elden you could totally do that in Elden ring i've absolutely Especially done with that a horse. Too. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, horse yes. is fast. Yes, very fast. Oh, yes. So I've explored the map so much more like in areas that I absolutely am one-shotted by just normal right. like not even enemies but wildlife. Right. <laughs> like areas that <laughs> okay. are so hostile to me that like the game is like giving everything is like you shouldn't be here at this level mm-hmm. i'm like i don't care i'm getting a teleport point i'm getting a sight of grace exactly and th- sometimes the- that's close to a merchant or whatever that has right. cool rare shit that you can get earlier than you probably should have and that's fun too yep so <laughs> yeah that that's what i've been doing honestly more than most of like the critical path or the mainline story and i've done like yeah. i found a lot of uh side areas there's dungeons and like it's yeah there's caves and stuff yeah so when i say that god this was so many points to get back to the original point of win market is the which is the (laughs) first like real dark soul like the real dark soul starts here uh yeah boss of the game and like it probably is 10 percent of the map if if Mm -hmm. that like mm-hmm. there is okay. so much more in this game than when you like so it yes there is no shortage of side dungeons and side content and optional bosses and other side quests that you could do before you face this boss but like there's so much more like there oh my god yeah like, you're right and up until about uh, I don't know, four game, no, maybe more than that, like six gameplay hours ago, I was, that was a choke point for me too. Mm-hmm. Like where I had explored basically all of the bottom of the map in every yeah. regard and found everything and like grinded a shit ton when I could. And then like, because I tried Margaret early, I'm like, oh my God. And I yeah. tried with like a buddy of mine and I'm like, oh my God, I'm a scrub yeah. and I'm embarrassed <laughs> that we're doing this over and over and I suck. And like, no, I guess I'm going to keep grinding and finding other stuff and treating this like Breath of the Wild where I'm just going to explore or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like yeah. levels and levels and hours and hours later, I went back and then I like toppled Margaret in like a couple of tries and like, oh, sweet. And then boom. The like game opens up to me in a way that it hadn't before that I didn't even realize yeah. what a choke point it was. I'm like, oh, okay. 
There's so <laughs> much. Like, oh my God, this game. <sighs> and, and like, it's, the content is never like overwhelming because you don't need to do any of it. Like it's the same yeah. thing in any Dark Souls game. You don't need yeah. to do any side quests. You can just do the like critical path of main bosses and beat the game. Yeah. But like, it's, why would you do that though? Now, how how obvious how obvious is it? How why can't I say that? How obvious is it to like tell if you're like on a main path or if it's like something that's not necessary? Because like that's my main problem with these games that are kind of bigger. Is like I never know if I'm on the right track or if it's something like, oh, I should be doing this or oh, I can skip this. Like, and then I just, it's basically just my brain just being like second guessing it. And then just being like, oh, I better do everything just to be safe. And then I get, you know, it just gets bogged down with too much stuff to do. And I just never end up finishing the game. So, I mean, the game does have a story where it like tells you like, oh, this is the, these are the main areas where the bosses will be. Here are the like, the demi gods of this game although that... it's pretty purposely loose which yes. in a way that i appreciate absolutely okay. you know but uh you know it, it's kind of like breath of the wild e i guess that way too where like you'll know when you start like traversing into an area like john was talking about where you're gonna get one hit killed yeah. by stuff and you're like ah, okay that's yeah. enough i found one cool thing i keep dying this is way too oppressive. Yeah, I'm not supposed Let's to go be back. here yet. And I, I, I do <laughs> tend to like that approach more than like, as opposed to just, it, if you're not going to kind of have a linear path like Kirby does or whatever, I yeah. do like that approach of like, oh shit, there's a Lionel over there. Like, I yeah, exactly. I haven't had the best of luck with those things yet. Let me, let me <laughs> yeah. go there. Let me see what's over this way. Exactly. Also, in the very much like, I, I keep, I... I do see a lot of comparisons to Breath of the Wild, but I really do feel like Skyrim is honestly the better comparison. Okay. Because I feel like the Catacombs, for instance, the Catacombs are a series of dungeons in Elden Ring that kind of all have the same setting and yeah. like architecture. Yeah. And it's, okay. but they're all like different layouts and they're all in different areas. I but love those, by the way. They're so good. Oh, but they're, they're great. They're just little levels. Yes. They're great. And like, that's the thing is that they are very bite sized. And yeah. it's all, so that there is like, I mean, obviously like Breath of the Wild was influenced by Skyrim in how like the mm -hmm. dungeons and temples were designed. Yeah. And like, so the temples or these uh, in Breath of the Wild and the like dungeons in Skyrim were these, you know, much smaller scale, but like self-contained like areas and like, had, that had puzzles or different enemy types right. that were like it, specific to that area. Kind of like a singular concept or two like put together and like, OK, solve this. And yeah, that, that's just it. Yeah. But like also much more bite sized than, say, like a full on dungeon. Whereas, yeah. like yeah. You oh, had, yeah, yeah. In, in Breath of the Wild, you had like the uh, divine beasts and right. those were the main dungeons of the game. Right. And like there are those areas in uh, Elden Ring as well. Like Definitely. The Stormvale Castle is yes. like where you like that's the first one. And suddenly, you know, you're where you were having one site of grace. Uh, like suddenly you're having like 10 like clustered mm -hmm. in such a small area. But it's also very similar to how 
traditional Dark Souls dungeons were laid out where it's like, okay, here is something with multiple layers or like, okay, there's, there's like four floors of this one area as right. opposed to this wide open thing or a small self-contained dungeon. So like the, all of the main bosses are in areas like that where it's like, no, this is where the Dark Souls level design is really in like these major huge landscapes and they're impossible to miss because in a world that is full of like oh here's like a huge like rock face or here's a like giant lake and then here is a city that is five times the size of any other thing like you can see it from the other side of the map which is so that cool. is going to be yeah. the it's next so, big area. it's so cool it's, it's so this is a gorgeous game yeah like, so I'm curious because ever I keep hearing everybody saying like touting and obviously it's like it obviously is like a visually impressive game. But yeah. to me, I, every time I see screenshots, it's very like just gray and brown. I don't I, I've seen a couple where I've been like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Like there was somebody posted a shot that it was like there was some kind of like almost like star system above. Yep. But they were like this. This is inside of a cave. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that is pretty cool. Like especially I can I can imagine like if you're exploring. Oh, what's in here? And you're just like, whoa, there's like another universe in this cave. Um, I could totally see that being exciting, but like it, it does have kind of a drab look from what I've seen. Even when I see like clips of the game in action, I'm just kind of like perplexed why people are like, I mean, people get excited about the Dark Souls games too, but it seems like people were really like, this is something new and special, like in a, in a way that they kind of didn't for Sekiro, even though people loved that game as well. And to me, it kind of does just look like more of the same, but with a horse, but I, I'm just kind of curious as to like what is the the main draw and appeal, other than it's just more of what people like from the the series, if you will. I think it's just like it's massive, and there are yeah. so many spots that are just open plains, and there yeah. are so many spots that are just here's the poison swamp. Like, yeah. yeah, some of it, and, and Dark Souls is more contained. Yeah, there's more big like time more contained. And, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, I just think that there's like a ton more option or more chances that you're just going to get like, here's a generic looking like field. And then you are going to get uh, like, yep, here is just some ungodly amount of beauty or horror. And, like, <laughs> usually like within seconds yep. of each other. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's, you're just going to get the full gamut. Yeah. And you collect yeah, little I, items along the way that then oh you can god. craft into other shit and that's fun in and of itself. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I've got my fletched arrows, my the smolder wing butterflies. I always turn it Oh yeah, arrows. you got to. So you can make all your fire stuff. See, I went bolts though. I'm using the uh, uh yeah. I, See, like, I, I chose Arrow in Dark Souls 1, and I can play the exact same, like, incantations are pyromancy, oh, like, yeah. just with way yeah. more, like, elements, which I'm in love with. Lots of incantations in this oh, game. God, I'm leaning more it. into that over time, even though I started heavy with my wand with the glinstone arc, but I'm going way more incantations as time goes on. Yeah, incantations is, uh, I love oh, it. Oh, it's, it's sweet. Uh, okay, uh, not... I don't know spoilers. Uh did you uh get uh a spell book from defeating a knight? Oh boy, so much has happened. Uh It's I, just a single knight wandering in the overworld. Maybe yes. I kind of is he close to a cliff? Yes. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. You got the uh lightning bolts? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. As soon as I got that, I was like, thank God I have, I finally have a lightning spell. Like, cause pyromancy in the previous games was always just fire, sometimes physical and sometimes like dark and right. nothing else like poison. Right. You would get poison. And like <laughs> now it's mm-hmm. like actually every element like yeah. because it's not linked to the name pyromancy it's finally just like yeah incantations yeah you, you can yes. do uh, anything so it's uh the fact that you can do literally every type of spell in it um mm. including oh, like angry. protecting yourself from healing yourself from yes. poison yes. or making yourself quiet and making yourself not die from falls and like yep. all kinds of different things protecting yourself from magic damage or whatever like all kinds of stuff fire damage what uh do what summon do you use uh i've got the the it's just like the basic like finger seal thing oh not not the uh no not the uh like the ashes for summoning oh gosh uh oh i'll i've got a bunch of those uh, there's one that I just got that's like a, a beefier dude that I had to up my FP a bunch to be able to launch yes. in the first place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't remember the name, but like, I'm like, oh no, this one's sick. It's got a, like a long health bar and mm. like, you know, let's do that. Cause I've, I put most of my flask allocations into magic just to be like, okay, let's really lean into that. Oh, I, I went full bore into the weapon that replenishes my FP. Oh like, man, even I need to find that bad. Even if it's even if it's weaker, like it does like just the fact that I'm like, oh, you can also swap. Oh man, God, we're getting I've been it. waiting for something like that. Oh, there's only like a few. So yeah. like there's a dagger, there's an axe, and there's like but the the dagger you need to land a critical hit to do sure. it where the the axe is just you just have to kill an enemy with it and okay. then replenish FP. There's a few others, but oh. I was again lucky because I've always played as an axe character in every yeah. single game. So I was like, hell yes, I can do my exact build from Dark Souls <laughs> 3, like down to like the exact loadout. It's and nice. it benefits you to do yeah. so. Oh, it's such yeah, a good to have a little bit of that familiarity. Oh, oh that's that's sick. What a fucking how, so how far would you guys say you are, like if you had to guess, like percentage wise through like the main campaign or story i know i'm easily less than half still easily yeah jesus christ yeah i mean that's the other thing is that we could i we're both at a point where i think we could just be focusing solely on you know trying the next but mainline boss and doing that until we like run our heads against it just chug away right but like we want to enjoy this game yes so we're doing a bunch of just exploring and finding cool shit which yes. is half the time that's the fun of like but you know we've been talking about breath of the wild a lot yes. like i still haven't beaten that game i still my favorite part of the game was just like oh is that a shrine over there 100%. Oh, okay. oh is that a yes. mountain peak over there i wonder if i'd glide i haven't been over there let me glide over there and yes. oh i wonder what i'll see like so even just knowing that yeah if it just has like a map of that scale like we don't get too many games that have a scale of that magnitude that's i mean I'm there saying. are there are quite a few of them these days, you know, but at least and especially us, we're not playing like all the triple A stuff that comes out no. for, for the most part. So, like, no, you know, it's really just the stuff that resonates with us here and there. So, yeah. um, I don't know. It's kind of exciting because I, I, I guess you've played most of the Dark Souls stuff, but it just kind of I don't know. It, do, it doesn't strike me as like these are the types of games that 
we and, and I know I'm not playing them, but I don't know. It just doesn't strike me as like, hey, we're going to be talking about Elden Ring on the podcast. And it's it has me kind of excited that it's like there's enough cool stuff going on that like both of you guys are hooked into this one. Like there's a reason why people are hyped on it. Yeah, I honestly think I'm 25 percent of the way through the game. That's what it feels like. Like, mm, it's, yeah. there's so, oh man. And you're at like 70 hours, you said? And, I, and yep. again, I know you're Taking a little my more time. methodical, yeah. but geez. He's he's grinding his levels so that I'm he grind- can topple shit over and feel it. That's, that's feel how I felt. Like, about it. oh my God, I killed yeah. Margit. Now I can like blow through the rest of like Stormville or whatever and like see the other side. And oh my God, I'm like over leveled for this. And that feels awesome just that, to explore yeah. without but, being one hit killed. Yeah. Right? Like exploring without the threat. Yeah. Yeah. But even I mean, there's that always a first threat, area. But, yeah, yeah. Like there is like a couple corridors where you're like, oh, what, what's down here? And then you find an enemy that can one hit you. Yeah. Like it's just like, oh, there's even within this area that I've beaten like there yeah. is a secret and there's a thing that I will have to come back just like a hundred hours later. Yep. And like there's yeah. no shortage of that in the first area. Like yep. the very first area, there's a lake yes. named after a dragon. And yeah. like I was like, I feel like I can take that dragon now. <laughs> I, I feel like dragon. I can go back to that first I'm area. Ready. I took that dragon out. Oh, same. Nice. It's, oh, it's so good. Oh my it's, god. I was like, whoa! I actually did that. That was like, I yeah. I just kind of dicked around. It was like, yeah, it's late at night. Let's just give this a shot. Why not? Yeah. I'm not going to lose many runes. It's fine. Let's go. Oh, uh, that's and wow. That's the other thing for me is <laughs> nice. that so many of them. I'm like, uh, like, I know that there's a boss here. Let me bail out and like make my way back here after I've spent all my runes or leveled up yeah. one last time. And yeah. Like, it's just so much easier in this like because there's so much more to do and there's so many other things you can do in the meantime that you can just be like all right i made my way through this dungeon i have the boss here i can go and like not lose my entire i'm not going to like have to be like ah i've i've got nowhere else to go like that's yeah uh, i'm gonna be we're gonna be talking about this game for like another two months <laughs> yep. yeah we'll get dj on one of these days to oh, uh yeah. to chat some elden ring and dark souls <laughs> we'll get us, into the like you, real nitty-gritty well yeah you and you and he definitely have like some deep like you've played pretty much all of them right for the most part like Except i don't think you've played Demon sekiro. Souls and sekiro okay. okay you have played bloodborne I have played Bloodborne. I'm so bad at Bloodborne. Like it's, I'm terrible. I played it for like two seconds. I, I couldn't would, even get out of the tutorial. Yeah, like I, I honestly think that Father, oh God, I remember what Garcion, I think is his name. Like he, that is actually, I think, the worst Dark Souls boss because it literally is in the opening area, and like it, you have to die to him once to unlock leveling up. Oh yeah, yeah. It just had a weird like structure to it. Or, oh right, yeah. it's very like, bizarre. I and mean, confusing. That's that's a thing that they've done since Dark Souls Two that I really don't like, where you can't level up right off the bat, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, mm, that would be a mechanic that I would really like from the get go. And although you know, to be fair, in Elden Ring, I totally missed going in the tutorial direction when i started that game which seems like a common experience yes that is a common experience oh my god and how (laughs) the tutorial area has a we need to stop talking we need to end this episode but like the tutorial area has a like puzzle like a not a uh whatchamacallit like a 
combat segment, but it yeah. has a physical like timing puzzle that you need to just like make your way through mm-hmm. and like it's not really platforming but you do have to navigate it and like yeah it, it has These are all environment the of your character yeah right but the environment one hit kills you and there's mm-hmm. no, you can't take it down so you just have to successfully navigate it but it's in the opening area of the game and mm-hmm. i'm like oh this is this is too hard for me right yeah, those now. Are the parts of, those are the parts of like Dark Souls that I would see DJ playing when we lived together. And like he'd be just like tiptoeing across these like planks, like while these like axes are swinging back and forth. I'm like, this just looks so tedious, especially the way DJ plays, just tiptoeing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm never going to play these games. Someone put it best on Twitter where it's like, uh, there is a certain Looney Tunes logic to Dark Souls, where every yeah. death is fair, is completely fair in Dark Souls, except when it's really hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, when you're walking through a forest and just a dozen wolves fall from the sky. Yeah. Sure, just, why not? You know, it's like ah, fuck yeah, you got yeah. me. You got me, Miyazaki. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, before we, uh, before we wrap it up, wrap it up tonight, I did want to ask you guys, since we, I feel like we just kind of went through Kirby so quick, but did you guys have any favorite power-ups in that game? Uh, or a favorite power-up for me? I gotta, I I went with like the needler almost every time, like the porcupine needler or the like pencil drill. I don't know if I ever upgraded it to the third tier, but like the drill where you, oh no, I did upgrade it to the third tier, but you go like underground and like burrow underground and then like dig up from underneath the enemies. Like those were kind of my two go-to, especially the, the porcupine needle. I just like went to town on some of those bosses with that. You could just like cheese the hell out of them. But did you guys have any favorite power-ups? Because I, Randall, I know you and I were like, oh, there's no UFO uh, power-up uh, in yeah. this game. That was one yeah. of the things that we missed. I like the I like the fire upgrade to the dragon thing, and then like the yeah. bosses catch on fire and do fire damage, which is a kind of a cool effect. Yeah. You know, that's the burn, fun. The and then the, damage, the bomb yeah. throws are kind of like yeah. bowling, which yes. is kind of yeah. fun, too. Yeah, once you especially once you upgrade to like the chain bomb or yeah. whatever, and they kind of like connect and get like a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Freeze, I I always love because I also just love like Kirby skating when you yeah. dash with freeze. Yeah, it's just yeah. always good. such a good touch, especially yeah. when they incorporate it into like mechanics like you can freeze the water that you're going on and that does yeah. certain puzzles. And also yeah. gun. <laughs> like yeah. Kirby, oh, Kirby yeah, the with ranger, the, the ranger was good. amazing. Yeah. That sniping mechanic, that yeah. was so cool. Some of, especially some of the puzzles around that mechanic yes. were really cool. All, all like the puzzles, even some with of the, the set like, pieces, upgraded. Yeah. Oh, whirlwind is good. Tornado, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Because that also is back to like adventure controls yes. where he, it. Oh, it's such a. All the upgrades are really fun. Yeah, they they did a really nice job of like or all the power ups and then their subsequent upgrades. It was just kind of weird. Like for me, like I was saying with the like Star Road stuff or whatever Treasure Road, like it was just kind of like I wish I could have been picking up some of those stars along the way because I did feel like I just had to kind of like stop and like or I just played it at a weird pace. I should have just like gone to the ones as they opened up, but I would just be like, nah, I just want to play the next level and move oh. on. And then it's like, oh, now I got to go back and play like six star treasure levels in a row. Cause mm. I want to buy some of these upgrades. I played them Not all that- as they opened up generally. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I'll, I'll- and it's, Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, well, a thing that I loved about playing multiplayer with Return to Dreamland specifically was that uh, 
especially if you were doing bosses and late game bosses or end game, post game, whatever, like the yeah. secret levels after you've hundred percented it and make it or on hard mode. Even I think I played through all of Kurt return to dreamland on hard mode, which was nice, brutal, yeah. but <laughs> those bosses were great to do with multiplayer because you could have the multiplayer friends be, uh, Meta Knight, and they would ha- always nice. have a sword. Nice. So, oh, yeah. like, you, yeah. they couldn't lose their power ups in a boss battle. Or you could be DDD, and you'd always have hammer or bandana yeah. waddle D, and you always have spear. Yeah, and, like, oh, it's big those, time. So uh, nothing good. worse than like taking damage on a boss, and then yep. like you're in a panic, and you pick up your power up and spit it out real yep. quick on accident. <laughs> you're like, no, this boss is gonna take for fucking ever yep. to kill now. Oh man, that happened to me a couple times. I was just like, I'm just gonna restart this boss. Yeah, let me let me go back and just get the power up going. This mm-hmm. Tree is too mean to me. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I I just felt like I was like we didn't really like gush about or get into the nitty gritty with Kirby enough. So I was like, well, yeah, let's get a little more Kirby thoughts. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap up the games chat this week. And I I know I don't know if we'll dig into more Kirby, but we'll certainly be digging into more Elden Ring in uh, future weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to. Uh, Maybe I'll play a Souls game one of these days, but um, I don't know, Sekiro, one of these days. I recommend it. But but yeah, as always, uh, you can find us on the internet at PursuingPixels.com, and we're all over the internet on every other platform that you can imagine, pretty much. And uh, otherwise, yeah, we can uh, wrap it up there, and we'll uh, catch you next week. And uh, take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I think we got it all oh yeah captured yeah. it all yeah i was just like i was i was looking at the timer i was like man we only did like 15 minutes on kirby we gotta get we gotta give a little more kirby love here so you guys hated it i i, I didn't it. hate it but i just i yeah i loved it but i just kind of forgot it like there's just so, like that so much yeah we were talking about it over at our buddy mikey's place just kind of like or at least i was saying like it's just kind of like games just come out Yep. And unless they have the legs of like, oh, this game is like hundreds of hours or 100 hours of like like Elden Ring or something, you're just going to plow through it in eight, 10 hours or whatever. And then it's on to the next thing, you know, if you do plow through it and beat it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. If yeah, I was surprised I was able to stay focused on that one. But it was just kind of like a good I kept saying I was going to stream it. And then I was like, eh, I'm just going to just play it. Yeah, I will it. beat Kirby. I'm Same. going to beat Kirby. And I, yeah, I plan on going back. I don't know if I'll 100% everything because yeah, I don't know how yeah. nitty gritty they are, but yeah. there's definitely some post game stuff that I was like, oh, I, I, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, But I don't need to get every last challenge and every last. No. You know, every last hidden waddle D. Yeah. Um, although I did try for the most part to find them all. And oh yeah, man, those, I really loved those mall stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those are some of the cooler and the they music, cool. the music was really cool too. Yeah. It's a gorgeous it's a game. game.